Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. But you can't bowl and you can't throw. I'm just telling you what everybody knows. Absolute sense. You put down all the tail and they sit you out of the ground. Don't ask what it was carrying that joke. In a week where England and New Zealand played a four-game T20 series, presumably just so they could share in yet another tie, this is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. 161. 161. My daddy. My daddy. Kane Williamson. Kane Williamson. You're here with Kat Jones and Dan Lipke and Kane Williamson's child who is <laughs> announcing that he's going to be part of our New Zealand's World Cup. Squad. Oh, that was quite something. I, I watched the whole thing, <laughs> listened to the whole thing, and there needs to be some kind of prize for the New Zealand social media person. I mean, I love the my grandson, James Neesham. Yes. Like every single player announced by their family. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was very cute. And the New Zealand, of course, just thrashing everybody in the World Cup cuteness stakes. Yep. Got out to a very early lead. And I, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> going to be the tiebreaker method for this tournament, oh, right? It should be. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, sure. they'll, they'll be unstoppable. Uh, not, not quite sure how any other nation can combat New Zealand's uh, New Zealand's cuteness. No, I, I think they're well ahead and uh, just coming out first like that. But yeah. what else? I mean, we, we would need puppies, wouldn't we? I think I think puppies are your, your other go-to option. So yeah. may, maybe Australia should have announced, you know, their team with, you know, little puppies adorably chewing on their boots or something. What about if every player just brings their dogs and there's some kind of fight or race over a bone or something? I guess that's not so cute. It's <laughs> fight, fight to the death over a bone in the centre of the MCG less or wherever. Cute. Less cute. Mm. But yeah, anyway, lots of work to be done. To, be, to catch up with New Zealand there. As always. Yeah. But so England have, have completely given up on that. They're just trying to defeat New Zealand by, you know, playing cricket better than them, which is a, yeah. which is a different tactic. Oh, traditional. Um, they are currently leading the ODI Series 2-1, as we record this. Uh, the, the T20 Series, as you mentioned in the opener, was a two-all draw. Mm. But, uh, yeah, there are... Uh, yeah, ben, ben Stokes went a little bit silly last night and yep. uh, and uh, got them out to a 2-1 lead with one match to play. So hopefully they can tie that one up as well. That's encouraging. Uh, we're going to see Ben Stokes just going absolutely crazy with the with the bat. Yep. The, the only other thing that really came out of the T20 series was mm. uh, every, everybody got very excited by Harry Brooks' form in the T20s and they're like, oh, why isn't he in the World Cup squad? What have yep. we done? We've made a terrible mistake because, uh, as you'll recall, Ben Stokes... 
did take Harry Brook's place in the World Cup squad, and and then uh, then of course Brook played a couple of subpar ODI innings. Stokes hit 182 yeah. off 124 <laughs> balls, and everyone's gone, oh, well, never oh, well, mind about never that. Mind. That's fine. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but we just have time to cover Australia's white ball tour of South Africa. Everyone doing white ball yeah. tours at the moment in preparation for the World Cup. Lots of white ball stuff. So Australia uh, won the T20 sensibly, an odd number of T20s. Yeah, uh, good idea. Uh, so Australia won at 3-0 regardless. Uh, Captain Mitch Marsh led the way. He was batting at three for the three T20s and he averaged 186 with the bat. So huh. good leadership from Mitch Marsh. Uh, Australia also won the first two ODIs of the the five match series, but then they were thrashed in the third one. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, South Africa still in with a chance there of taking that one. What were some of the highlights of the series? Well, we still don't have a, a Pat Cummins or a Mitch Stark, no. so we've got some alternative bowlers, which is mm. always fun to watch. Yep. Marcus Stoinis, you know, running in, he's he's always great. He's been opening the bowling, which is, uh, <laughs> and I'm very much enjoying Marcus Stoinis, the opening bowler, because he bowls a whole heap of beautiful in swingers and out swingers with the mm. new ball and he beats the outside edge and then none of them take any wickets and then he drops one in short and it gets swatted to mid-off <laughs> and that's how the wickets are taken. So he's a very interesting new ball bowler. Yeah, a bit of straight rubbish that gets the actual wicket after the it. I mean, that's still a very legitimate strategy. Good mm. work, Stoinis. A mm. couple uh, of other highlights. Yeah, we've also had uh, Tanvir Sanger. Uh, he's taken the best figures by an Australian man on a T20 international debut. Uh, since Michael Kasparovich. So he got four for 31. Kasparovich was four for 29. So that was his uh, Sanger's first ever T20i. Yep. And that was uh, Kasparovich was in the first ever T20. So the, the, <laughs> the very first one. So that, that's a bit of a, you know, a Bannerman uh, effort there from Kasparovich to be holding on to that record of the, the best uh, best T20 figures on debut. Yep. Uh, good, good Sanger management from Mitchell Marsh. <laughs> Sanger management. Sanger management. Now that should go all the way through the World Cup. I let's hope. So, so. Yeah. And of course, uh, we the other major highlight was Marnus somehow becoming player of the match in a one-day game that he didn't even play. So <laughs> good work from uh, Marnus. That's classic Marnus behaviour. Yep. So uh, Cameron Green was donked on the head by a Rabada bouncer and was subbed out and... Marnus came in and guided Australia to an improbable win. And then uh, he was man of the match in the second match. He played as well. So, yeah, uh, and he wasn't even being a concussion sub yeah. in that one, was he? He came yep. in legitimately. Do we have an update on Green's head? I think I think he was just required to have a rest for eight yeah. days. So he may not be playing the fourth ODI, which is in the next day or so, but he might be back for the fifth one. Yeah, I'm sure he'll get that, whatever that hurdle is for getting back in the team. I'm sure he'll pass it doing mm. the cryptic crossword or something yep. like that. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yes. Yeah, he'll so be fine. They all, they all get their cryptic clues and Pat's there. <laughs> standing over them, guiding yep. them along if Uh-oh. needed. Uh-oh, bit of yep. a head injury here. You missed that terrible clue. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, of course, with Marnus doing so well, Marnus wasn't named in Australia's World Cup so mm. squad. So uh, Australia now have a bit, of, uh, a bit of a case of the Harry Brooks here. They, the Brooks they're trying dilemma. to work out a way to get Marnus in. Yeah. Uh, not, not easy to see who misses out, though. So uh, they Can't they just be like New Zealand? It felt like they named about 40 players in yeah. that little excerpt. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, we also had Marnus's... Mother or grandmother or what? His, his mother, his mother yeah. um, predicting that he would do well in the mm. first uh, one day, despite uh, him, him saying, "Sorry, Mum, I'm not even named. I'm not even in this team." But she knew, right? She knew better. She said, "No, I yeah. still think you're going to do well." And magically, concussion substituted in. So uh, presumably, Marnus's mother will now uh, be in charge of the the World Cup squad renaming. Oh, yes, she'll announce it on social media in an adorable <laughs> fashion, and they, yeah, kill all the birds with one stone. Oh, that's fantastic! I mean, always the. Less 
listen here, always listen to your mum. And uh, if she announces every selection just like New Zealand did, uh, my son, Marnus, Marnus's bestie, Steve Smith, (laughs) Marnus's captain, Pat Cummins. Marnus's other captain, Mitchell (laughs) Mitchell Marsh. (laughs) Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. Okay, this episode is sponsored by a book that I have out called Cricket. That's C-R-I-C-K-E-T. It's a comedy cricket book uh, compiling comedy cricket essays and analyses and sitcom scripts and thought experiments and all kinds of other comedy cricket premises. That's quite a thing, a comedy essay. Yes, it is. I'm not sure those two words Um, really go together. There you go. That's why you have to buy the book to read it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a whole heap of random pieces that I had written that were otherwise scattered all over the web. So I bought them all together because... Half of them went missing because uh, Elon Musk did something stupid. So they're now um, you know, available in this book. So you can get you know, such things as the Pat Cummins Guide to, as we mentioned, handsomely doing cryptic crosswords, mysteries. You've got Mr., a Mr. Men parody featuring Mr. Warner. And, of course, my report card for the ultimate form of cricket, three-team cricket. And uh, <laughs> loads, loads more. So you can get that, of course, from my online store. That's leavecricket.com slash store. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's play. Are you smarter than a fifth grade cricketer? Here we are in the quiz. Are you smarter than a fifth grade cricketer? We want you listening along and playing along to this quiz and I'm not sure what it is. Yes, because I've, I've done the <laughs> quiz this time around. This, this one's in, in honour. Uh, you may have heard that the Asia Cup is going on. Uh, we haven't really covered that much here, but uh, big deal. And Perhaps my favourite part of the Asia Cup so far has been uh, the the organisers just deciding, well, it looks like it's going to rain for the Pakistan-India game. We really want to be able to put that on television, so we're just <laughs> going to set aside a spare day to play it. So, But that, only for that one match. Just that one match, yeah. none of the others. Yeah. Uh, Pakistan-India, you can get a reserve day. And, uh, yeah, so that's uh, very entertaining. And they needed the reserve day yeah. so that India could thrash Pakistan, I think it turned out. Did it rain on the first day? It did rain yeah. on the first oh, day, so it would have been washed out. So good, good foresight from them. Very good. Foresight. Uh, Do they have Manus's mum advising them on this? Presumably, <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway, uh, the Reserve Day situation kind of inspired me to come up with a Who Am I quiz based on players from other one-day matches that took more than one day to complete. That's a relief because I, I thought for a moment the quiz might be about the Asia Cup and I <laughs> haven't been paying the closest attention no. aside from the wonderful match between India and Pakistan. Yes, yes. Anyway, <laughs> so I will give you a series of clues to a player. You get more points the sooner you solve it. So you can mm. start from a maximum of five if you solve it after the first clue, down to just one point if you solve it after the last clue, and you will get three players to uncover. 
And let, let, let's say if you get more than eight points, mm-hmm. uh, I will declare you to be smarter than a fifth grade cricketer. How many, how many questions? Three. Three oh, questions. Oh, goodness me. This is tricky. Yeah. So here we go. Player number one. I played in an ODI between Sri Lanka and England in December 2014, which went into an inexplicable reserve day after rain arrived during the innings break. Mm. 2014, Sri Lanka v England. This is, this is men. 2014. Let's go for Sangakara. It is not Sangakara. No. Okay. I was player of the match in this particular game for my unbeaten century in the run chase. 2014, mm. nine years ago. Let's go Alastair Cook. Wasn't Alastair Cook, uh-huh. although I believe Alastair Cook was playing in that match. Okay, good. Of the seven England players who batted in the run chase, there were only two who never captained England in ODIs. Oh. I was one of them and the other was Ravi Bapara. Oh, good grief. A non-England ODI captain. Mm. I was going to say, oh, I was going to say Joe Root, but was he playing that long ago? Although it's only nine years ago, but it feels like ages ago. I'm going to say Joe Root. It was Joe Root. Oh, yep. yes, uh, Joe Root, who never captained England in ODIs. That was a very strange stat, but yes. it's true. They went straight from uh, Alastair Cook to Owen Morgan, and poor old Joe never got a chance. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, you How did, many points? Three. Uh, three so points? yeah, you get three points for that one. Okay. So yes. Fantastic. Second player. Here we go. I played in the 2019 World Cup semi-final between India and New Zealand, which went into a reserve day with New Zealand 5 for 211 after 46.1 overs. 2019, so I, India, New Zealand. I presume this is men too? Yes, it is. Uh, okay. I will say, so we've got India, New Zealand, 2019, MS Dhoni. It was not MS Dhoni. Mm-hmm. But that brings me to the second clue. Oh, okay. <laughs> with India needing 25 off 10 balls to win, I was able to run out MS Dhoni with a direct hit oh. as he went for a desperate second run. Okay, let's go. So we've got so it's India, New Zealand. I'm going to go with a New Zealand fielder, obviously. India needing 25 off 10 balls to win. So let's go with gun arm of Jimmy Nation. <laughs> no, it was not Jimmy Nation. That's a good guess. <laughs> Um, anyway, a good thing I completed the run out because I only made one of 14 balls when I opened the batting for New Zealand on the previous day. Oh, okay. Opening the batting. And the year was 2019, mm-hmm. right? I can't remember the New Zealand Openers <laughs> even from that many years ago. Let's go for Kane. Kane Williamson didn't really open. But anyway, Kane Williamson. It's not Kane Williamson, okay. no. Um, in the mm. final, a few days later, I was the one who was run out on the last ball of the Super Over while I was going for the World Cup winning run. Ugh, whoa. Okay, I still don't remember the openers. I'm still on the openers. It, could it possibly be Ross Taylor? It was not Ross Taylor, oh, no. Oh, no. Last clue. How many clues? Last clue. Last clue. This is for one point. I lost three toes in a forklift accident when I was 14. God, what is it about cricketers and missing digits? I don't know. Um, I have no idea from that clue, but I'm still going for openers and I just, the other clues haven't really helped that much. But what about... What about Martin Guptill? That is indeed two-toed Martin Guptill. Oh, so congratulations. Fantastic. One point for that. So that takes you to four. You need, oh, you need to get five points off this last one to, to be smarter than a fifth grade cricketer. So I've got to get on the first clue. You do. Mm-hmm. Player number three. I played in an ODI in 1991 between the men <laughs> of England and the West Indies. This went to a reserve day after bad light stopped play when England needed just 76 from 28 overs. Okay, well, I think <laughs> I probably I think I know more about the West Indies team of that <laughs> era than I do about the England team. So let's go with uh, Viv Richards. It was not Viv Richards, oh. although I believe Viv was playing. Was he? Okay, good. Uh, I took four for 45 from yeah. 11 overs. 
while bowling, <laughs> as the West Indies were restricted to eight for 173 from 55 overs. Why did they, why did they have 55 overs? Okay, this may be revealed in future clues, but this does sound familiar. So yep. I'm going to go with Ian Botham. It is indeed Ian Botham. Woo-hoo. Well done, yes. So Ian Botham was uh, playing in that match. That was his 99th limited over international. I think I had a I had a little memory of that 11 over really? spell. Well, they, 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 were, they did often play 55 yeah. over games in, in those days in England in particular. So, keep yeah, going. So, if, if the sun's shining, just keep batting. Yeah, so that does actually mean that you get uh, exactly eight points. I, I said you needed to get more than eight uh-huh. points to be smarter than a fifth-grade so cricketer. So I don't think you're smarter than a fifth-grade cricketer, yeah. but you, I, I can't really say you're dumber than a fifth-grade cricketer either. So we better go to the reserve question. I've <laughs> set aside a reserve <laughs> question specifically for this. Lucky, lucky for listeners, we don't have a reserve day for this podcast. <laughs> It's, no. it's only one question. The reserve question. Here it is. I played in an ODI in 2021 between the West Indies and Australia. This one ended two full days after the toss took place. Uh, one day international then ended hmm. two days later because play was postponed after a positive COVID result between the toss and the match starting. Uh, it resumed two days later when second tests on all players came back negative. So who, huh. who who might this be in 2021? I wonder if this is going to end up being the player that tested positive, who I can't, I cannot remember. And I should be able to remember this game. So I think probably Glenn Maxwell was playing. Yeah, I'm not even, I don't even think he was. But anyway, regardless. Anyway. Uh, no, it wasn't Glenn not Maxwell. Him. I scored 10 runs, bowled no overs, took zero catches <laughs> and led my team to a four-wicket defeat with 72 balls remaining. Okay, so this is a, this is a batter, bowled no overs. It's a batter or maybe a keeper. Was it Maddie Wade? It wasn't Maddie Wade, okay. no. Well, that, I mean, 10 – this is a very Maddie Wade stat. What did you say? <laughs> 10 runs, no – no overs. overs. No catches. No catches. Okay. Well, Matty Wade would have got like three stumpings in that. Yeah, he, he might have still got stuff. Yeah. You know. uh, I was Australia's captain for this ODI. Oh, surely that was Matty Wade. It wasn't Matty Wade. God, it wasn't Tim Payne though, was it? Was it Tim Payne? <laughs> it wasn't Tim Payne. Okay, that's But I guess. was Australia's wicketkeeper for this ODI. Okay. So is that the next clue? Yep. Oh, bloody hell. So what? how many clues am I on now? Uh, that's a fourth clue. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's Alex Carey. It is Alex right. Carey, yes. Of course. Yes. Uh, got that just just before the final clue, which was right. I always pay for my haircuts. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course So, he does. Alex Carey, uh, you got that one out. So, that means you are indeed smarter than fifth grade cricketer <laughs> like as you point. surge past eight points. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. Camp old camp throw coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is gonna join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moller reward. This is the Muller Award, underappreciated acts in cricket from the last week or two. Mm. And we have a number of nominations here for the Muller. Yeah, so I guess first up we've got, uh, there was this lovely clip of uh, Shaheen Shah Afridi giving Jasper Bumra a yes. gift, congratulating him on the birth of his child. This yep. went very viral yeah. all of India and Pakistan. So that was a, a lovely little moment. Mm. Uh, what do you think the gift was? Because we didn't actually see it. It was just a box uh, containing a mysterious item. And it was handed over and then he, it was just sort of carried off and it looked like an empty box. It was yeah. very light. There was an article speculating on… Oh, was there? On, uh, on, I don't know, the Pakistan version of the Daily Express UK mm. or yep. Mamma Mia Australia, like one of those <laughs> those clickbaity kind of papers. But uh, And 
they did ask. They had they went onto Twitter and had a look to see mm. what people were speculating about the gift. So s- several people suggested it could have been a onesie in mm. in Pakistan, Pakistan green. Colours, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's the most common uh, common response. The most common response. And then I thought, oh, there'll be some other good guesses here. And then the rest was just copies of tweets, but they were all in other languages. So <laughs> God, I don't know. I'm sure they were very funny suggestions. Yeah. What do you think it was? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm going to go with the onesie idea. I yeah, think that's right. probably the best one. So yeah, okay. good good uh, good work from Shaheen. Lovely Freddy. though. That's adorable. Uh, still on viral videos, where mm-hmm. there, where there was another one of uh, Glenn McGrath catching a python in his house. So wow, where up, does he live? Uh, somewhere python riddled, somewhere apparently. tropical. Mm. So yeah, a python just wandered into his house and mm-hmm. Glenn picked up a broom and swept it out and, and got rid of it. But, but I mean, famously, of course, Glenn is uh, you know well prepared to deal with any wild animal that comes yes. anywhere near his house. Not the first photo of him with a wild animal, right? No, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll also enter wild animals' houses and deal with them there as well. Yeah. And uh, by deal with him, I mostly mean shoot them dead. <laughs> so uh, yeah. He so didn't shoot the python? He didn't shoot the python. He I, just I went and had a away. look at this video and... Allegedly, I can't believe this, there were three pythons mm. in his house. I don't know if they're all in there at the same time. Was it an infestation of py- pythons? Oh, maybe. Anyway, yeah. I, it, that, that reminded me of that quote, you know, one is happenstance, <laughs> two is coincidence, and three times is enemy action. Yeah, well, maybe all the wild animals are working together. They're all going to stampede Glenn and deal with yeah. him for his Could past misdemeanours. I think that was an Ian Fleming quote. But the one I like better is Agatha Christie. Um, Agatha Christie's quote, which is one coincidence is just a coincidence, two are a clue, mm. and three are proof. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, so we don't know what it's proving, but, but it's uh, proving something. It's proving something. Yeah. What's uh, what's our next? Oh, he was also wearing uh, flip flops to deal with the python <laughs> too on the in the video. That's just a python. That's a very Australian way of dealing with a wild animal. <laughs> Um, I've got one here from uh, the Sri Lankan women. Mm. They beat England yes. in a T20 series, which is just fantastic. Yes, a big a upset. Massive upset. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, mostly uh, Adipatu driven, right? Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, often it is just one fabulous, mm. massive innings. She dominated with both the bat and the ball. Yep. Yeah, and, she'd uh, bowl them all out, then she'd yep. come out and score all the runs. That's right. So I think it begins, you know, the decline of the big two in women's mm. cricket. Mm. This well, is it. Sri Lanka are doing slightly less well in the ODIs. Uh, series, they're yet to crack a total of 106. Oh dear. So they were bowled out for that in their first match. They reached 9 for 106 in the second one and then rain came away and uh, it was a no result. They didn't go to a reserve day for that particular match. So So one is a coincidence, two is (laughs) two or a clue. So if there's 106 in the third (laughs) one, that's proof that that's their upper limit. Yep. Yes. Uh, I've got a couple of others here. Uh, Another nomination. This one's from David Willey who came out with this quote. Um, You'll have to interpret what this means for me. He says, call me a donkey if you want, but to take a donkey out to what could be a tough trip, you just might need a donkey. They keep going donkeys, don't they? We've got pretty well everything covered and you've got the donkey as well. No, oh, absolutely. <laughs> what is he talking? Is it some kind of euphemism? I think it's the World Cup squad. I think he's saying he's not a superstar. He's just a donkey. Okay. Uh, but he's been selected in the squad for now um, as part of the donkey quota that England have to... It, fe- it feels like he was saying that they were all donkeys. I'm not yeah, sure I'm... he was, but that's what it sounded like. Yeah, it's, uh, anyway, they... they they keep going, donkeys, don't they? Someone suggested um, on Twitter that yeah, this this is even better if you read it in kind of a Justin Langer uh, <laughs> voice. <laughs> we need that guy who does the videos we to do. come back and, and yes. do that for us. Uh, That's very funny. So the, the successor, we've been waiting on a successor for Justin <laughs> David Langer. Willey is David the new Willey. Justin Langer. Every single Muller, there'll be a David Willey statement. We have to stalk his Twitter feed, his X feed, his 
Yeah. Well, is, is David Willey on Blue Sky? Is he on no, Mastodon? Is, is he yeah. on Threads? Definitely on LinkedIn. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and the final one I've got here is uh, renewed talk about the 100. So we thought we were done with the 100 oh. for the season, but there is now talk that the 100 might be replaced with a new 39-team T20 tournament involving the grounds of all the first-class and national counties. So there you go. The 100's gone. We're uh, going to have 39-team cricket. 39, I mean, for, for continuity's <laughs> sake, they should have stuck with 100 teams at least, I would have oh, thought. Yeah. That's, uh, the branding would have sorted itself out there. You just slowly segue in. No more 100 balls. Yeah. 100 teams. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. But it's also a bit like you know, all thirty-nine teams might be on the ground at the same time. I think so. I hope Olympic so. ceremony style. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's thirteen three-team cricket matches you could play. Yeah, that's right. Perfect. And they could all bring their dogs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, what wins the muller this week? Oh, I don't know. You better pick. All right. I think I'm going to go with David Willey, the donkey. Yes, I think uh, so. I think that's a, a late, a late entry, but he's done very well. Mm. Congratulations to David Willey wins mm. muller for this week. And you've been listening to Dan Libke talk about this and Cat <laughs> Jones as well. And you can. And find us on all those social media things. And also, don't forget to go to newsletter.libcricket.com for all of those other things that Dan writes about. Yes, and we will see you next week. Oh, good. Sports Social Podcast Network.